Abandon fear and trust yourself Open up to all life's wealth Tap into a sixth sense With intuitive intelligence Hey, hey, it's Bernadette. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So the full moon, how many of you guys had a strong reaction right building up to the full moon over the weekend, all the way through even last night and today? Did you guys have a strong reaction? I know lots of you did. And I could feel the emotions brewing. Thankfully, I was busy, so it really didn't affect me too much. But I'm not going to say that the energy wasn't intense because it absolutely was. With that full moon in Aquarius, I sound good. Yay. Thank you. Um, with the full moon in Aquarius on the third that really pulled the energy together, we also had building up to it um, a square with Uranus. Uranus, planet of explosions, planet of revelation, planet of unexpected. So whenever there's a square of energy, so you take the emotions squaring off with causing this big kind of conflict energy with Uranus, which is always the unexpected. It's that which we aren't expecting kind of comes into play. That square had a big pull of intensity with the emotions during that full moon. Sun is in Leo, which is more about me. How do I feel? What do I feel like? Then you have... Um, my brain just went blank. Then you have the, the moon was in Aquarius, which is the other, right? So here's me. How do I fit into things with the other, with this whole weird energy that was happening with that square right after that, right after that square, Mars, um, Mars was, is, is, is hitting this weird alignment with Pluto and it's going to line up with Pluto in an opposition or a square and a, uh, another square with Saturn mid month. Mars moving through and is going to hit square to Jupiter. It already squared Uranus, but it's going to hit a square to Jupiter, square to Pluto, square to Saturn, all those big players, right? They're not moving around the sky, but they're still coming into play. Pluto, Saturn, and Jupiter, all three big players all year right? Jupiter expands things. Pluto, the hell realms, the underworld, Saturn, taskmaster, boundaries, authority, all of this energy that we've been feeling the entirety of 2020. While there aren't big aspects, like huge aspects between those planets, they are aspecting with Mars, they're aspecting with Mercury, they're aspecting with the sun and with Venus. So we're going to have a lot of pinpointed energy this month that brings about some intensity like that, which we felt right around the full moon. Many people around me have been going through so much. I know Donna's saying over the weekend, let me pop up some of these comments so that I can read them. Lots of sadness over things. I thought I was doing really good at releasing. So it just came up for you to know there's more to release. Hi, Brisa. Hi, Chris. Hi, Carolyn. Um, all right. So understand, if you felt it before the full moon, that's why Mars was positioning. Mars is the planet of aggression. It's an action planet. 
right? Mars is <clears throat> war. And I feel like a lot of people went into this place of conflict and internal war between the emotions and the mind, and you're still there. So if you've been feeling this like push-pull energy, you're going to hit these intense points this entire month of what your mind says and what your emotions say, what you feel versus what everybody else feels, what you like, what you value versus what the world is calling forward through you and from you. When I looked at the astrology for the month and asked Spirit about what is lining up this month, the main themes, the main themes of this month is looking back over kind of where we've been. We came out of all these retrogrades. Uranus is getting ready to retrograde um, this month. But one of the key dates we, <laughs> we have to watch for is August 13th when Mars makes that exact square to Pluto. Remember, Mars is war and conflict and aggression, and Pluto is the hell realms. Pluto's the underworld. Pluto's dark. That can, can be a very tense day. It can be a day when things come out that you just were not thinking was going to come out, or it came out and you're like, what the hell was that? That was not expected. That's not what I thought that was. Lies being exposed exposed, and secrets being exposed mid-month. So that's next Thursday, a week from tomorrow, is that Mars square Pluto. So put a pin in that for the month. And this is why. <laughs> you need to be very cautious about how you are listening, how you are interpreting, and how you are responding. With everything that we just went through, we went through eclipses, we went through retrogrades, one after another after another uh, for the first seven months of this year with massive intensity. We had Saturn-Pluto go exact, like a ton of, of these powerful historical once-in-a-lifetime transits happening all the way up until August for the next, I would say, week. We get a little bit of breathing space. It happened. <laughs> Danny, Danny's saying, yeah, this totally happened to me last night. All right. If it doesn't happen right around the 13th, I want you to just understand every one of you, depending on where your personal planets, because this is globally just how the planet Earth is being aspected by these other planets. If you're going through it slightly differently, just understand it's because of where it's triggering your personal planets. 13th is the day the kids go back to school. No masks required in the classrooms, really. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> Bite your tongue, Bernadette. Clench your teeth. <sighs> that's, a, that's disturbing. That's all I'll say. Moving on. All right. So <clears throat> August is a time of review right? We're kind of mid, we're, we're past the midpoint of the year. We're looking back over what we just came through. We're trying to establish, where am I? <laughs> where am I? Where have I been? Where was I? Right? Like now I have to figure out where I am, get my bearing, get my direction and where am I headed? But first I have to figure out what the hell, <laughs> where did I just come from? Right? Hi, Debbie. 
with all of this energy and July was rock and roll, June rock and roll. I mean, the whole entire 2020 has been like that. Like what in the hell? We're at this place where we get this breathing space, right? Like we're off to the side of the road right now, off this fast moving, holy crap journey. And we're like, energetically, oh, let me catch my breath. Now, where was I? Right. And we're trying to map our journey right now as a whole of society as mass consciousness. We really are trying to map where we've been personally. Many of you have gone through huge challenges this year, big shifts, big transformation. And there's more to come at the end of the month. We're going to have a lot of aha moments this month from what spirit was showing me. Not all of them are going to be welcomed but you should at least expect them and allow them. Don't resist them. The, the words that kept coming through was renew and review and recover and to recharge because holy crap, September hits and the energy just starts to escalate. So like literally it feels like from January on, we were on this downhill, holy crap, super fast ride. Now we hit kind of like the even ground and then it takes off uphill again for the rest of the year. So I know the energy has been bouncing. It has been, and it's going to be continual. We want to change and transformation and we really don't have a choice in this, whether or not you consciously know that you came to this planet at this time to have transformation happen and be a witness to these historical events and help shift consciousness from a loving place, from a peaceful place. You did. You are not here by accident. I am not here by accident. This ride is crazy, crazy, crazy. This is one of the last year and a half has been the most tumultuous, unpredictable, holy crap. Time doesn't make any sense. Nothing really makes any sense. But this is very interesting time of my life. And for many of you, I know it's very much the same. Change is uncomfortable. And here we are in the middle of birthing something new. We're in it. And when you're in a place of rebirth, we had the death, right, already. Now we're in that place of, of figuring out what we are birthing and, and rebirthing and how we're going to put it together. 2020, foundation, right? Foundation between you and the other, partnership, union, tough stuff, not fun at times. But I'm not saying August isn't going to be fun. August, you should take some fun. You should take some time to really get quiet. This is a month to listen, not to speak. Watch your tongue. Because a lot of the aspects are going to make you want to snap and make judgments and literally look at things from, from extremes of right and wrong and good and bad and your opinion versus other people's opinion. And this is the time with the way that the transits of the planets are operating that it's better to look at opposing perspectives. Be open to shifting and changing your mind. Don't be in a place of rigid thinking because if you get into that mindset, you're literally going to run right into Saturn's boundaries, which keeps popping up all month. And so does Pluto, hell realms. And yeah, Neptune comes into play at the end of the month as well. Hey, Leah. I've had changes August 13th. I have my appointment with my surgeon. Ah, well, we'll be sending prayers to you, Debbie, that all goes well and that you've got a handle on it and that your doctors, your surgeon can handle it. 
easily. All right. <clears throat> so I'm not trying to tell you guys that this isn't going to be a good month. I mean, the whole month we've, we've got these weird squares between Mars and Jupiter, Mars and Saturn and, and Mars with all this Capricorn. So Mars, <laughs> Mars is sitting in this weird position with Capricorn, right? And, and it's hitting these squares with Capricorn, Ju Jupiter, Jupiter and Capricorn, Saturn and Capricorn and Pluto and Capricorn. And it keeps bumping up against them in squares and oppositions. That energy is not one that gets to, gets along. When you hit a square, it's a strong um, opposing type of energy, conflicting type of energy. So it's Mars wants to move and Mars wants to take action. And Mars is just like, let's go, go, go. Hot and heavy. Capricorn energy is much more take your time step after step. So it, it's a little bit of rain on your parade. You know, every time you think you've got some movement, that Capricorn energy comes in with Jupiter and Pluto and goes, not so fast. <laughs> Slow it down. <laughs> Follow the rules. Had a magical weekend and week. That's so good. I'm glad, Leah. I've been busy. I mean, I literally, thank God, I'm getting a lot done. The energy has mellowed a little bit, but we have certainly hit some spikes. And every time the Schumann spikes, they start to get like this wave of exhaustion. I check the frequency and sure enough, it just spiked. So I'm tracking um, all of that. I do want to make you guys aware right around Friday. Um, so today, today's the, today's the fifth, right? Yesterday, I keep thinking today's the fourth. Yesterday, Venus made a quincunx with Saturn. Um, it, it's and and that energy too kind of was building with that full moon in Aquarius energy. Really, is like I want this and I want that, and and that father figure in Saturn's like not yet. Rethink it. <laughs> Take a chill pill. Well, on and that was Venus, but. On the 7th, on Friday, Venus is going to cross over the North Node. And Venus moves into um, Venus moves into Cancer. There's a once it goes past that North Node, there's a funny energy of defensiveness. Now remember, Venus is all about what you value, what is beautiful. Um, it's about love, it's it's comfort, right? In cancer, it's really going to want the emotions to be validated, to be calmed, to be, <laughs> to be quelled. But this isn't about your emotions solely. This is about the whole. Remember, we had that full moon in Aquarius. It really is lighting up that whole thing of this isn't just about you. It's you in regards to everybody else, the entire planet. Lillian, let me put your comment up has been the most difficult year to find happiness. Never had so many moments to just want to give up. This was most difficult moon energy of the year. I'm in Aquarius. And like I said, for some of you, it hit really hard, Lillian. We've got a very intense new moon coming up towards the end of the month as well, which we will talk about because that one, a lot of times new moons are great. They're inspiring. They're empowering. This new moon is going to bring with it some intensity because of some of the other planets that are hitting. Hi, Angelia. Um, the good news right after Venus crosses over that North node in cancer, 
the good news is that Mar Mercury is going to make a trine with Chiron, the planet of the wounded healer. And that's on Sunday, this coming Sunday. So when Mercury trine, which is a good aspect, trines Chiron, there is a place of healing that is available to everybody, even the healer. <laughs> so it's the healer finding healing. It's the teacher being able to benefit from the teaching. It's that place where your wounds then can be healed. So as things start to bubble to the surfaces, which is I'm telling you guys, if you've hit, hit these places of emotions, you thought, oh my God, I'm past that. But it bubbled back up. Don't judge it. Understand it's coming up for the Mercury trying Chiron on the ninth. What is the number nine? Completions. So you can use the energy of Mercury trying Chiron on the ninth in a way to, to complete that phase of grief, that phase of whatever it is you're stuck in that didn't allow for healing. And then you can bring yourself back to wholeness, to remembering. That's what that is going to be good for. So this coming Sunday, take some time and think about what do I need to heal? What do I need to learn from, from the lessons that I teach, from the things that I heal in others? It's my turn to heal. And that's this Sunday. So that's going to be a very interesting day. And then <laughs> on the 10th, the day after, Mercury squares Uranus. And this is a day where you need to be very careful with your communications. Remember I said, listen rather than talk. On the 10th, you really need to be careful with what is coming out of your mouth. Mercury, planet of communication, squaring Uranus, planet of surprises, explosions, and the unexpected. Oh, it may bring things, conversations out into the open that you didn't want to have and you'd rather keep hidden, whether from yourself or with another. <laughs> it's just impossible to keep Pandora's box closed. Hi, Serena. If that scares you, I hope that you will listen to what I'm saying. It's an opportunity to pay attention to what's been hidden, what's been shoved down, what's been repressed, suppressed, and it allows for the expression of it. I say don't use your mouth to express it. Write it down safely in a book and then let the emotions come out safely, privately, in a sacred space or with someone who will hold that for you in a sacred container of acceptance of love and validation. But if you get into it with someone around the 10th next Monday, be warned because people's mouths are going to be going off. You may see it in the media. You may see it at your workplace. You may see it with your spouse. Like it is that unexpressed thing. Boom, gets expressed. You know it was there but it hadn't been expressed and it comes with some oomph because of Uranus. Um, so that that's on the 10th. Um, then we have some nice aspects as we move forward into the month. We do have a Mercury quincunxing Jupiter and then um, quincunxing Neptune. That's communication expanded and highlighted with Neptune. When that point comes, it's your literally the ability to communicate your dreams, your fantasies, your desires, your intuition. So that that right around, I would say the the 14th through about the 16th, you've got some good energy, and then 
Uh, we've got some stuff happening with Mercury and Pluto, then Mercury and Saturn. Um, on the 15th, Uranus retrograde um, retrogrades in Taurus. And what that's about, and that's the only retrograde we have really moving into retrograde this month. So that's next Saturday, the 15th. Uranus and Taurus. Taurus is, is stubborn, bullheaded. Taurus is slow moving. Uranus is revolution, but this is more of an internal revolution, an internal place of even rebellion, right? It's the, the sort of unexpected parts of you too that it's like comes out. Pay attention to how you're feeling right around the 15th when you're on a retrograde. Um, 16th, and it, it, we've got a Mercury trining Mars. That's going to be a good transit. Um, but another day to highlight and watch for is on the 17th. So Monday the 17th, Mercury is um, creating kind of a, a, it's like a superior conjunction with the sun, right? They're moving together. And then you've got some other aspects coming into play. That is a place where you need to watch your communications, that they're not like super scattered, that you're, and literally as I'm looking at that transit and feeling into it, it is about like, I can't find the word. I can't find what I need to say or what I want to say to be able to express what I'm feeling. Once you do, that communication will take you forward. It will express truly what you're feeling in such a way that you can be heard and you can feel validated. But on, on that day of the 17th, it's going to be hard and you're going to feel like, why can't I? Why can't I find the languaging? Why can't I find a way to express? Why can't I find the words to put meaning to my feelings, right? That speaks to who I am and how I'm feeling. After about midday, it'll get clear. Stick with it. Don't give up on communicating. Don't go silent. Um, there's so much energy with this month. The new moon happens on the 18th and it is in Leo and it is intense and potent because um, there's a quincunx with Saturn with that new moon. Saturn is the taskmaster, planet of karma. He's the teacher. He's the father. He's the authority, right? New moons are about new beginnings. Leo is the, you know, he's the king, the lion king. He's, he's the king of the kingdom. He oversees everything and he is the authority. So now we've got two alphas going <laughs> at the same time. So it's not a bad transit. It's an intense new moon. There is a whole lot going on because the new moon makes an alignment with Mercury and the sun, right? It's opposing Mercury and the sun, which are conjunct. Mercury and the sun are in Leo as well. There's, it's, it's just crazy energy around the 18th, the intensifications. There's a blessing there. There's a blessing with the sun. There's a blessing with Mercury, but Saturn comes in and goes, there are boundaries here. There's, you cannot go farther than this right now. So new moons, we always want to create new beginnings. What's my new intention? What's happening? Blah, blah, blah. And, and focused on me, the emotions come in with that new moon and holy crap. Now we've got like 
heightened intuition, heightened emotions. I want my way. Saturn saying, no, you don't get it right. It's <laughs> like total conflict happening on the 18th. But Venus also comes into play with a sextile with Uranus in retrograde in Taurus. And that is where we can have breakthroughs because Uranus also represents breakthroughs. Explosive, yes, but breakthroughs. And beauty is represented by Venus. So breakthroughs with love, breakthroughs with beauty and the things that you value are possible on that new moon. We're going to go through on that new moon. It's going to feel like the most potent full moon, but it isn't going to be a full moon. It's a new moon. All of you will feel it at some level. Some of you may feel it even more and feel like I'm losing my mind. In one moment, I'm crying. In another moment, I'm laughing. In another moment, I feel completely restricted. In another moment, I feel completely uninhibited. Just expect <laughs> to be a whole mood-changing ride. Put a mood ring on. Should be an interesting day for it. Um, on the 19th, Mercury exits uh, Leo and then enters Virgo. The sun follows on the 22nd and we finally shift the energy from fire into earth. <laughs> Virgo's much more methodical. Virgo's more grounded. Virgo's more practical. Virgo likes to have things ordered, right? Things will feel like they're starting to make more sense. As the sun comes out of Leo and moves into Virgo, we start to ground. Sounds like my granddaughter, she's having a meltdown right now. Aw. On the 24th, Mars square Saturn yet again. Um, and that energy on the 24th, just mark it. Another, it's like all this big energy happens on a Monday for the entirety of the month, the 10th, 17th, 24th. And it's okay, it's fine, we can deal with it. It'll all be okay. Um, the, the last day that I want to highlight for you is August 30th, because on August 30th, we have Mercury opposing Neptune and Venus opposing Pluto, Neptune, daydreams, fantasies, psychic gifts, right? The imagination, Pluto, Lord of the underworld, Mercury is communication squaring off with that place of daydreams and dreams and imagination, fantasy, manifestation, Venus, what you value, what is beautiful, opposing the Lord of the hell realms, the underworld, right? That which is dark. So now we have all of this energy hitting on the 30th. And yet again, why is this happening? It really is just bringing up all the stuff that we've been feeling and experiencing on this planet and brings it to a head, brings it to the light. I believe that since November, or November, September is a nine month completion that we are finishing out a big part of this Saturn-Pluto conjunct energy of the death process so that we can get into the rebirth process. From what I was speaking to Spirit about, September is going to be really solidifying a lot of the changes that we've been looking to make. But this month, there is a lot of news that comes out. Um, I want you guys to kind of keep in mind that... Your truth and my truth can be completely diametrically opposing in the standpoint of perspectives and can still both be true. What's true for me may not be true for you. Does it make it untrue? No. It's my truth. 
versus your truth. Then we have universal truth. We have that which is unchanging. This is a month to become less rigid. If there's one thing I can tell you to experience the power of the eight in August, it is to become fluid and flexible and not rigid and unflexible. It, it is about being in a place and space of giving to the other. And how do I show up in this world on this planet? How do I walk about? How do I speak? How do I imagine? Is it only for me? Is it for me and everyone else? And I really think the shift that is taking place right now is, is to go from everything that's going on in here and express it in the world in a loving way to where it brings beauty, not just to my life, but to the others, those around me, to my community, to the world in general, right? I hope this ends with a, a lot of the upheaval in our world right now. What do you mean, Carolyn? Oh, I hope this ends a lot of the upheaval. <sighs> we got to get to 2021, sweetie. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. This is that death and rebirth. And you know, <laughs> that space right before the sun comes up when it's dark, it can be very scary because there's unknown noises. Have you ever been in the desert right before the sun comes up in before there's even like a hint of the sun coming up? It's dark. It's dark and all the night creatures are out. You can hear them, but you can't see them. That's that period that we're in right now. And that is kind of the that place where it's like we are all going through it. And yes, it's ending some of the old stuff, the conflict, the upheaval. It's only there because think about it. I could have a clean glass of water, right? I'm trying to see the water. But if I had dirt and sand on the bottom and I was drinking it, eventually some of that dirt and sand is going to get stirred and, and into my body. If there's toxins in this water, it's the same way. What's happening right now is all the toxic stuff in the world, emotionally, mentally, and physically expressed, has been dormant and sitting at the bottom of our glass of water, so to speak. And now it's being shaken up so that it can be sifted through, so that we can remove the toxins, so that we can have purity replace it. But if you don't stir those toxins up from the bottom, bring them up and dispense of them, we're living in a toxic world. And that's not what any of us want. So we have to deal with it. Hi, Lisa. Darkest before the dawn. Absolutely. Enjoy the ride. It's that like that roller coaster ride. You don't even know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen. And yet we can manifest how it shows up for our, our lives in particular. Personally, we can determine how that's manifesting. The more you show up in a place of peace, in a place of benevolence, in a place of love, in a place of being of service, humble, not superior, coming from spirit, coming from your true nature, your heart center, not your mind and your ego, the easier this is going to be and the easier it will play out. Does that mean that you put up with all kinds of BS? No, all of us are sifting and sorting through stuff. All of us are right now. Um, I've cleared out and cleaned out more people in the last six months, seven months of my life, literally since December when Saturn Pluto conjunction was lining up. More people have cleared out 
of my life, both on a professional level and on a personal level that needed to free up because they were all renting space in my head. <laughs> they were renting emotional energy space in my heart. There were anchors and cords tied to me that could yank at any given moment when I pick up on their thoughts, on their intentions, on their needs, right? Many of you have experienced the exact same thing. Maybe not as publicly as I am because I'm on live stream a lot and I share this stuff with you guys what I'm going through. But you all know at some level you're going through it too. It's just, it's showing up differently for you. Because I run my own business and because I walk in spirit all the time, and that is my business, that's what I do for work, a lot of times my business and personal life will cross over and merge. So when I'm clearing on the personal level, I'm clearing on the business level, and holy crap, right? Everything's clearing. I mean, I just made a major move. <laughs> Not even a month ago, we moved. And we're settling in and we're setting up space and we're creating sanctuary. Literally, I'm creating the same kind of energy I had in my house in Colorado that took us years to do project after project. We are creating a sanctuary. I don't plan to move from here until I leave. I'm planning on updating, upgrading, and, and creating the perfect place from the, these four walls, right? But from that place, I have... It's just like remodeling and funny because I have all these projects and I'm making a list of all the stuff I want to do externally. That's the first thing. What do we take care of? We want to put in a pool. We want a landscape. We want to put the garden in. Need to grow the grass back. Need to trim the trees back. And then inside, I want to change the paint colors and I want to update the bathroom and the kitchen and the flooring. It's very indicative what I'm going through externally with this house and purchasing it. It's new to me, but it's not new, right? It's built in 2003. It's funny because there is that same energy being expressed in my external world with this house that is happening internally. I am internally doing the same thing. I'm cleaning and clearing and putting a new shiny coat of paint on my thoughts, on my feelings, on what I will put up with, putting up new fence. Like one of our neighbors, one of the boundaries, one of my neighbor's fence blowing down and we've had to prop it up. Eventually we need to replace it, whether or not they pay for it, their half, who knows? All I know is at some point that boundary needs to be reinforced. And I think how many times have you had to reinforce boundaries just in the last month, let alone two or three or six? These are the things that I think about during this great time of change and transformation. These are the things I'm tracking in my mind, in my emotions, and in my life. That's what I, I would urge all of you to be doing right now is use this time that will never happen again. These things that are happening on this planet are will go down in the history books. 2019 and 20 will go down in the history books and so will 21. By 2022, now we begin to reach a place of harmony. But even 2021, I would love to tell you guys, oh, it's just rainbows and sunshine and unicorn glitter. No, that's the building. And if any of you have ever built a house, and I have, I built my house in Colorado. Once that foundation is laid, now the work and the labor begins. <laughs> that's labor. You're digging, you're leveling, you're putting in a solid foundation 
your job's not done. It's just beginning. Now, the walls have to be framed externally, right? Your exterior walls have to be framed, and then the interior walls have to be framed. Then you have to put drywall on. Then you have to texture it. Then flooring and windows and wiring and plumbing. There's a lot to be done. Think of that as 2021. That's what we're going to be doing. Right now, 2020, we're clearing away the debris and we're laying a clean foundation. We're getting digging up all the crap that is in the way from a level foundation. The rocks, the tree branches that are dead, right? <sighs> Bad soil. We're clearing it and leveling it to create a solid foundation for us as humanity to move forward and to continue our evolution of consciousness and ascension. That's what's happening. Does it mean unicorn and rainbows come 2021? No, it means it's time to put the walls up. It's time to build the roof. It's time to put the plumbing and the electricity and the comforts then begin to build again. And by 2022, we have a new house. So that kind of gives you an idea of where we're at in this process of rebuilding. <laughs> Hopefully, for those of you who have been involved in construction projects, like I was the general on my house in Colorado, so I can tell you the way the spirit's been showing me, that is where we're at. And we're only halfway through the process, halfway through the process of framing up that foundation. We're not even pouring the concrete yet, let alone leveling it and making it right and squaring it off. We're not there yet. We're building the, the boundaries of it right now. But the first six, seven months was about digging it out, excavating. That's what we were doing, excavation, <laughs> the hard work of excavation. And holy crap, the stuff you find when you dig deep, <laughs> when you're building a house, it's like, hmm. I'm demoing myself so I can clear it for 2021. We're all doing that. So where are you at in your demolition and reconstruction of your life? Where are you in the phase of, okay, clearing away all the debris and now I'm, you know, putting up the forms to put in the foundation. Where are you in that process? Have you already poured the cement? Did you pour it on a freaking form that wasn't straight, wasn't level? Because I feel like that's kind of what the planet is doing right now, right? COVID came along and all these other unknowns came along, which happens during construction a lot. <laughs> Once you dig in the ground, you're like, shit. Didn't know that was there, right? Kind of like that's what has been happening. Oh, you hit a pipe. Now you have to repair that before you continue digging, before you can even form it up. For, for men, it would make perfect sense to them. I hope you women are getting kind of a picture of what I'm talking about. I know you all are handy like I am. But when you start digging and bringing stuff up, you run into stuff you're like, we literally unearthed buried animals when we dug my foundation um, in Colorado. Like someone buried their dogs and a couple horse heads and cows in our in our yard. So we were finding things that were super old. You know, it would be great if I could dig and find a freaking large ass ruby that could be. <laughs> Who knows? Just saying, some of you will find jewels will find buried treasures when you begin to really look at what is coming up in your life. I feel like that's already happening in my life. Re 
passion. Like I'm, I'm reigniting the passion in my life, reigniting my humor, reigniting my, my energy. And for many of you, that's what's happening. You're digging and pulling up all the ick that's blocking you from passion and, and imagination and vision. So it's fun. It's work <laughs> for the week, but that is what we're doing planetarily. And this month now we're doing the hard labor. Like it seriously feels to me like we know where the boundaries are. We're laying down the forums this month. We're starting to figure out, all right, this is, this is the way we want it to look. Um, but mixed emotions, like we want it this way. And, and our father comes in and goes, you can't do that. Or the city building company comes in or the building inspector comes in and goes, you can't do that. That's against code. You know, and we thought, oh, I could have this big old great grand house. And Saturn comes in and goes, not like that. And not yet. <laughs> and you're like, no, I want to pour it tomorrow. Not yet. And that's what August is going to be like. So just deal with it. Clearing my personal space, physical and mental. God, so many of us are doing it. And it's good. It's good. Some of you are clearing relationships. You're clearing old issues from your past. You're clearing jobs. You're clearing closets. I mean, drawers, right? Many of you are doing it on a physical level, but most of you at some level are doing it emotionally and mentally. And that is the way we're meant to do because the more we get rid of the stuff of the ego, that which is hidden, that which we fear, the closer we get to the connection we have with spirit. Use what you can with tools. Come to me or someone like me and get the tools that you need. You know, learn how to tame your ego. Learn how to, to level out your emotions. Learn how to work with emotions, not avoid them, not run from them. Work with them, feel them move through them, don't go around them. And this year is one of those times that they keep coming up and keep coming up. You finally realize there is no going around. I actually have to go through it, which means I have to experience it. And for many people this month, with all of this stuff with Uranus too, we're going to feel that place of, I can't keep running in circles around it. I actually have to go through it, which means I'm going to have to feel it, the intensity of it. You're going to walk through the fire. And in doing so and overcoming your fears and taming that ego, there is a reward because that is where your abundance, your alignment and your power resides. For those of you in charm life, um, we will talk more about that tomorrow in the live coaching session, because I really do think there's so much pivotal stuff happening that we can use this energy in a way where we use and enact universal law and work it to our benefit. And I fully intend to use this energy as intense as it is. And there's a lot of it available. I intend to use every bit of it to help catapult me quickly to the next level, to the next level, to the next level, deeply connected to source energy, to my higher self and um, to that space of love. And I hope the rest of you will do the same. If you're interested in joining my program, Charm Life, which I talk about a lot, Go to BernadetteGold.com, click on Charm Life or click on classes and then find Charm Life. You can go to Soul Faust or Empath class. Um, they're all open for enrollment. The only thing that isn't right now is the psychic class. And I will be getting ready to launch that in September for those of you who have been asking. Thanks for listening and make sure that you hit the subscribe button so that you know when a new podcast has been launched. I've got a great interview coming up. 
next week with a very dear friend of mine who is a spiritual psychotherapist and addictions recovery counselor. I can't wait for you to meet her. Have a great week. Abandon fear and trust yourself Open up to all life's wealth Tap into a sixth sense With intuitive intelligence